do your best to estimate with where you're at right now. Like I'm thinking it'll probably take us about two to three months. I'm not guaranteeing that it could take us longer, but this is where I would like to see us in that time. And that's what we're working towards. How does that feel for you? So never promising, just being really real. This is what I think, given my best guess today, that could change. I just want to make sure we're moving in the right direction. Hi, I'm Laura, host of Expand, the podcast for coaches who crave more fulfillment in the work that they do, more meaningful results in the clients they serve, and more confidence to rebel against the traditional boxes our coaching industry has placed us in so we can expand into the bigness of what we're truly capable of. When you're ready, let's jump right in. Okay. Yes. Hello. 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 You had a really lovely question for me this week. I'm excited to dig into this. Um, why don't you update the room? Are you comfortable with that? Instead of me trying to translate to everybody, you have a client who's not happy with her, with her journey thus far, and only just now voice that to you. Yeah. So we've been working together for a few months. Um, and actually she, so last week I had asked about, or a couple of weeks ago, I had asked about her husband who mm-hmm. just, um, had flat out said, I'm not interested in doing coaching anymore. And just like, right. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. His paintings. So, um, so I feel like every week, the day or two before her check-in, I send a text to Michelle and I say, Hey, how's it going? How are you feeling? You have some things on your mind that you'd like to talk about. Can you update your tracker? Just, you know, like give me something mm-hmm. um, to pivot. Do we need to do something different? What's feeling relevant? Like these are meant to feel useful and not obligatory, mm-hmm. right? So I've like sensed that there's not a lot of like energy going into just tracking her macros, right? She's training for a marathon and, and blah, blah, blah. So I, I didn't get, I didn't talk to her last week. She didn't answer my text message. Um, and I sent her something today and, um, she answered and said, honestly, I guess I've been trying to figure out the words for this, but I feel like we truly missed the mark of what I was looking for. When I came to first talk with you, I was very much looking for a way to change our family's lifestyle to eat more healthy and make more meals for Dan husband his healthy needs. I guess I'm not really sure what I'm paying $300 a month for. I don't mean that in a mean way. And I very much like you, but what we have been doing and not doing in my case is not what I was looking for. Maybe I was looking for more of a dietitian. I don't know. Shrug. Mm-hmm. So I guess like, I don't know. And I don't need to suck up too much time with this one necessarily, unless it's valuable to other people, but my first, like, there was that gut reaction of like, oh, like I couldn't focus on anything else. I was already like overtired and over hungry. And I was like, I can't, I can't do anything. Now I can't do it because all I'm thinking is how unhappy she is. And I'm also annoyed, but I know that when I respond, can't respond, like I'm annoyed, right? Like I'm not going to blame her, but I am annoyed. Like I felt like I gave all this opportunity to mm-hmm. say, and, but, and at the same time, I feel like, gosh, darn it, Jess, like you guys did talk about that in your initial sit down. 
Although then I send an intake form when she officially says like, yep, I want to do it. I send an intake form and I looked at it today and there's nothing about that in it, but I knew because she's talked about it. Right. Mm -hmm. It just occurred to me until now to reach back to it and say, Hey, is this something that we should bring back in? And so I, I feel, you know, like that regret. Um, and so I did reply to her and we have time set up for tomorrow. Um, I guess, and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll leave it to you in a sec. And if, if there's an opportunity to maybe just, um, tell you guys what I said, and you could give me some, um, loving, constructive criticism on it, that would be good too. Cause this is the last time it happens. I'm sure it won't be. And it happens to all of us. So I think this is entirely relevant. I do want to hear what you said in just a minute. Okay. But I want to speak into this really quickly first before my, you know, me, my thoughts are just going to, um, yeah, I, first, I'm very proud of you for feeling the grip, witnessing yourself in it, and just like giving yourself a little bit of space to process before jumping in and trying to fix it or make it better or prove why you were right or whatever. Because from that came clarity around the fact that you did have this conversation initially, even though every conversation post the initial conversation led you down a different path. So what I will just say to maybe ease your mind a little around this is that the way we coach people evolves every week. And there's the initial conversation we have, and then there's where we take them and where they take us. It's a mutual relationship. So at some point, something shifted and led you to be leading her down a path that wasn't necessarily what she had decided she initially wanted, but there was a reason for that. There were conversations that were had, there was feedback that she gave you. So for you to know that the way that this unfolded was not your responsibility to control and force an outcome that she had brought to you at the very beginning. It is our job to hold our clients in the moment they're in and direct their journey from that place. So you're fine is what I'm telling you. Like the way it unfolded is fine. However, there is a gap in here somewhere because she didn't feel safe enough to come. Either one of two things happened. She either didn't feel safe enough to come to you and say, this isn't what I want sooner. Or she forgot that that's what she wanted. She isn't seeing the results she wants to see personally. And now that's what she's gone back to, to say, this isn't what I paid for so that she feels safe. I don't know which one it was. And I think that's where we need to like, maybe start to dig on the, in the conversation. You know, I think maybe starting from the place of you know, I remember having this conversation with you. You're absolutely right. You did tell me this. I'm owning that. But what I'm most interested in is at what point you realized we were veering off track and why didn't, what could I have done? Maybe is a better way to say this. What could I have done to make you feel safe in that moment to come to me and have that conversation? Mm-hmm. So that kind of kills both pathways, right? If we ask her, at what point did you realize this? We're in a roundabout way discovering, okay, she knew the whole time or, well, just kind of last week I was reflecting back and I realized, 
okay, so this is really about the fact that she's not happy with her results and she's using that as a scapegoat. Okay, and if, if that ends up happening, we have some, some opportunities. We can explore how can we course correct to get back to that place of setting that as our primary focus. Is she open to that conversation? If she is, you would love to hold her in that. But let's just also look at what we have been working on and is that no longer something that she desires to work on? It doesn't have to be one or the other. Mm -hmm. It can be both, but let's get on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the last piece that I think will be great for this conversation is asking her specifically when you're checking in with her weekly, how is that being received? And coming to an agreement around how you're gonna check in with her moving forward. So if asking her the questions around um, what's coming up for you and where's your head at this week? And I can't remember the exact words you were using, but it doesn't matter. Isn't landing and she doesn't know how to answer that. What questions can you be asking her to evoke constructive feedback on how she's actually feeling and what she actually needs from her perspective? What would you like me to, how would you like me to support you in those moments better? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. How do those touch points feel for this combo? Um, really good. I'm very, very eager to ask. And I, and I, I feel like I have, but maybe now that the air will be a little bit more cleared, she'll feel more comfortable answering. Like how, like, what do you want check-ins to look like? Mm -hmm. do you, like? What do you want them to look like? Are we talking? Are we texting? What do you want to talk about? Like, what will make it useful? Like you are you are participating in like, this is a choose your own adventure experience. So like, let's make it whatever you want to make it. And I've said that, but maybe, and, and again, maybe that's a clue too. Like, okay, well, I've said this and it hasn't gotten us anywhere. So like what, yeah, like, is it that, that she didn't feel comfortable saying something? Um, and what could I do to help her feel like safe and comfortable to come to me? That's another question I'm super, super interested in. Me yeah. too. Me Thank too. You. It's so telling. I think, you know, sometimes it's not that sometimes just the words we're using aren't landing. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes when we say it's a choose your own adventure experience, they just don't know what that means. So they're just like kind of following, but then it doesn't end up being what they wanted because they don't realize that they're supposed to be an active contributor to the adventure. Right. So like, it's just, sometimes we just need to be a bit more hyper-specific when there's a lack of clarity and, and to be able to recognize sooner when there's a lack of clarity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be different for everyone, right? There's no rule around that, but like for you to reflect back, at what point did you feel disconnect starting to happen? And could we have had this exact conversation at that point? Maybe next time that's what we do. Yeah, big learning in that. Mm -hmm. Big learning in that. And it's even made me think back to another client who 
I was thinking that we were like maybe halfway through her six months. And then I realized that we're on like my month five and I am, she is someone who I'm a little bit concerned that she comes to every meeting. Um, like she's made a lot of good progress emotionally, mentally, not necessarily like the physically that I think she wants or she originally wanted. So I don't want to decide that for her. Right. But in six months time, I'm a little bit nervous that like, okay, we're on month five, we have five and six left. And that if I, if I don't figure out how to really like check in on her true satisfaction, she will keep coming to me with a smile on her face, celebrating the wins, but there's like also some other stuff that we could be working on. And she just kind of keeps pushing it off and pushing it off. And I allow her to, because she seems happy and it's so good to celebrate inner things. So it's, it's made me think about that too. And, um, yes. So, so this is, yeah, really good learning experience across. I think this is great. I want to speak into that really quickly because this is relevant for everybody. I used to do this exact same thing for years. I did this. If a client came to me happy on the outside, I would never ask the question. I would never go to the place of perhaps dissatisfaction because it felt easier for me to live in this joy moment than it would be to disrupt that and bring the truth to the table because I didn't trust myself to maybe deal with it or I didn't want to hear it or I didn't want to know. It was easier to live in avoidance. The same thing happened, the same thing happens in our personal life. Like I avoided looking at the finances for the gym for years and then look what happened, right? Just avoiding looking at the hard thing. And so I think so many coaches do this where we don't ask the direct question and we kind of live in this mutually exclusive agreement where neither of us talk about it until it's too late. And now we have to salvage the relationship. Whereas what I came to do with time was every month I would be checking in on satisfaction, if that's the word you want to use, but more so asking them, How do they feel about mental, emotional, and physical progress over the last while? What's shifted for them in the last month? Have their their objectives shifted based on what has changed in them internally or externally or life circumstance that's going on? Are we course correcting or are we staying the course? Like having those more regular touch points in a very direct pointed way will allow them to normalize talking about it with you, but also give you the information you need head on so that we can always be ahead of it. So if we have to have the hard conversation, we can just have it instead of skirting around it and hoping it never comes to that day where we have to have it, Um, which makes you a better coach. It's hard to do that initially because there's always going to be the clients who are like, you know what, I wish I was losing more weight. And then we're going to feel that gut reaction and we're going to be like, oh, fuck, I knew it. And we're going to have to deal with it or have that conversation, but that's how you become masterful at holding people in every kind of triggering moment is literally asking for it. Trigger me. Tell me what's wrong. Tell me what you're not happy with. Yeah. Yeah. You just made me think of, I don't know why, but it just made me think of it too. 
the other piece that I think I'm not super well equipped to do, and I'm wondering if maybe you'll just tell me that this is going to come up soon in in the um, curriculum trigger mapping. Yes, thank you, mm -hmm. uh, baby brain. Is I think like for this person's kind of journey, it is perfectly fine that we have spent four months doing what we're doing. Mm -hmm. but there's this, I, I ask for a six month commitment and then we go until they're ready to take the reins month by month. Beautiful. But what I noticed is a lot of people are like, okay, my six months are up. And I'm thinking like, oh man, like, no, we're like, kind of like right in the middle of it. So I need to learn how to have that conversation. Like when we have a month left or even maybe starting now of like, what are we going to do? So the expectation is not that everything will be done in six months. Exactly. Love. I mean, so I do speak into this at some point in trigger mapping. I do not remember where it is. It's in there. Oh, it's there. I'll go look. No, it's fine. I'm going to tell you right now. So I was also doing like the six month thing for a long time. And I would start having that conversation at month four. Okay. I would start having the conversation around where we've shifted up until this point. From my perspective, where we still have work to do, I would get confirmation that that is still the direction we're moving in. And I would explore with them if there are anything, is there anything coming up that I haven't brought to the table that they still want to look at? And I would set the stage for what that journey is going to look like at that point. Maybe by saying, you've initially invested in six months. By six months, I anticipate we'll get you to this place but we just explored that we wanna actually get you over here. So at six months, we can have this conversation, but I want you ready for the truth that this is probably gonna take eight to nine months to get you where you actually wanna be. How does that feel for you? And at month four, it's a much less risky conversation because they're still with you for two months. We can have that conversation again a couple of weeks later and again a couple of weeks later after that if we have to. It's not like we're waiting till the end of the six months having this conversation. Now they're scared and they're going to just ghost us, right? We have space to hold them. We have a buffer to hold them inside of that truth, inside of that reality. So that's what I would definitely recommend. We start setting maybe a reminder. I don't know if you have a CRM you use. I like Asana for all sort of client management. We can set little reminders so that you don't have to mentally remember because that's just airplanes flying around in your brain, right? Have a reminder set so you don't have to think about that. Yes, that's a good call. I should, even if it's just in my Google calendar, I should do that for every new client. Set it exactly. to- Yeah. And you know what I would do? For years, I did this. I would literally just email myself and schedule the email for the day that I wanna. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would just get an email reminder. So that works too. I like that. Okay. I'm writing that down right now. Mm -hmm. Good. Okay. That'll feel really good for you. Plus way less pressure for you. There is no pressure. It's just a conversation at that point, you know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Thank you. So there's some systematic things we can work in here to make this easier. I think we should play with cadence around having this, this touch in point every two months feels really good. Every month for practice is completely fine. I used to do it every session for a while. Like, honestly, I would just be like, Hey, this is where we got you to this past week. This is where I see us going over the next few weeks. 
over the next couple of months, that's what doing this now is going to afford us to be able to do in the future. How does that feel for you? So now we're like recapping what happened. We're future pacing just like a tiptoe forward. And then we're showing them how focusing on this now is going to extrapolate into the bigger picture. And we're confirming alignment with that choice, with that direction. That can feel really good. It's at the end of every second session or whatever. Okay. What were, could you just say those three questions again? Yeah. So I would recap for them where they came from the last week. What did they, what were they working on? What did they accomplish? How did they shift? Whatever. I would recap for them where we're taking them over the next week to two, two weeks. You do bi-weekly, right? I do weekly. You do weekly still. Okay. So over the next week or, or over the next two weeks, oh my God, this got so water all over my computer. Got too excited. Over the next two weeks. And then I would explain to them from my perspective, working on this over the next two weeks is going to afford us the ability to be able to accomplish this in the next two to three months. How does that direction feel for you? Is there anything we're not working on now that we need to be talking about in order to get you where you want to be in two to three months, if that's different from what I just described? So maybe every second session doing something like that, just really quickly at the end. Yeah. And then I guess the thing, first thing that comes up is it's maybe just practice of that estimating. Like, okay, right. I know this is where I think we'll be. So that's just going to be practice. Totally. It's practice and it's confidence in these new frameworks and anticipating if I work on someone in stage one, this person, given where they're struggling and their patterns, it'll probably take them like two to three weeks to maybe see that pattern fully dissolve. That's just experience. It mm. takes time. Do your best to estimate with where you're at right now. Like I'm thinking it'll probably take us about two to three months. I'm not guaranteeing that it could take us longer, but this is where I would like to see us in that time. And that's what we're working towards. How does that feel for you? So never mm. promising, just being really real. This is what I think given my best guess today, that could change. I just want to make sure we're moving in the right direction. Okay. Yep. Okay. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want more, I'd love if you'd subscribe to my show wherever you get your podcasts. Good karma points for also leaving a review while you're at it. And lastly, if you're looking to dive even deeper, you'll find a ton of free workshops, mini trainings, and the details on my mentorship program, Trigger Mapping, over at laurapoberin.com. See you next time.